What the fuck is up? My name is Dan, and welcome to the Med Spartan Podcast. Um, I'm going to wing this like I did all my deployments in high school diploma. Um, you know what? Honestly, I'm alive, and I'm graduating from high school, so winging it kind of worked for me. But uh, so, yeah, I'm going to try podcasting and see how I like it. Uh, with this podcast, I hope to uh, bring a lot of my veteran friends on so they can talk about their experiences. Uh, I can talk about my experience down here. And, you know, even talk about maybe what you can do for basic training, RASPs, Green Beret selection, whatever you want to do. We can talk about that, um, you know, and just give, a, uh, give civilians a bigger glimpse of what the military and veteran life is. Because I know, you know, uh, people like Matt Best and uh, JT do a very good job at that. But, you know, coming from guys who aren't big balls like they are now, you know, we're just some idiots with a phone and app called Anchor, you know what I mean, we ain't shit, uh, famous-wise, so I thought it'd be a cool thing to do, if you like it, uh, let us, let me know, uh, I, I kind of want to get a team going here, too, so if you look, like I said, if you like it, let us know, if you don't like us, let us know what you want to hear about in the military-wise, or medical-wise, let us know, we can do that, um, so yeah, today's podcast, I'm going to be, um, Gonna be starting off this as a tester, obviously, and I'll uh, be telling the first time I ever got in a gunfight because um, it's not fun. <laughs> so the year is 2017, and once again, for all those people who are gonna do the whole stolen valor bullshit, tell that all the entire time I've been in the military. Yes, I know you can't be deployed at 17, or sorry, yeah, you you, you can't be deployed at 17, but yes, you can unless you if you have um. Um, family members who are in high-ranking positions in any branch of service, yes, you can. You do a lot of testing, a lot of physical testing, mental testing, and stuff like that to make it. Uh, and I did. Uh, through that, I was able to go through RASPs, which is Ranger Ranger, Ranger Assessment Selection Program. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. Um, so I did that, and that's to join the 75th Ranger Regiment. Uh, once again, Ranger and Ra- RASP and Ranger School are two different things. If you, want, if you want us to do a video on that, or not a video, a podcast on that, uh, explain the difference in having some Rangers come on. We can also do that. Let us know. But uh, after RASPs, I was immediately, uh, not immediately, but pretty much immediately uh, deployed to Kabul, Afghanistan, which, for those who don't know, is a shitstorm. I think even to this day, it's a shitstorm. Not fun. Um, we were fucked with maybe every hour, and and it, which is ironic because the first two days that uh, we were there, nothing happened. We were uh, deployed to a Ford a, a Ford operating base, and I was sitting in my little shitty ACUs. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I did all this to sit, in a, you know, to sit in the desert. Cool. Like, who, wow, awesome. But then day three, uh, we were actually getting assigned more protective gear that we didn't get assigned to stateside. And that's when we got the call that, hey, a town that was a couple, uh, that was some clicks away from us, which is a couple, you know, miles and stuff, um, was overrun by uh, rebel, you know, was overrun by uh, fighters. And we had to go and clear that uh, town out so uh, we could have that stronghold. And I was pretty pumped, you know what I mean? Like, my first time ever in combat, like... 
I was the big dick Chad, you know what I mean? Like the friend who's like, I'd punch a drill sergeant, I'd do good in a fucking gunfight. I was that asshole. Um, I learned not to punch a drill sergeant. I learned that I, I do not, at, at first, I did not do good at fucking, uh, I did not do good in gunfights. Even though before, before I joined, I thought I would, you know, oh, it can't be that hard. And now for my civilian friends out here, they can't be that hard. Like, it's better than my life. No, it's not better than your life. I can tell you that one. And a lot of my friends that I'll bring out will tell you, it sucks. You know, yeah, your mom and dad, they're dicks, they're assholes, whatever. But that's a lot better than being shot at. So, um, I actually didn't even get the full protective gear that I was supposed to get um, at that station when we went there. Uh, because we had to run out the door. And my last my last name begins with a Y, so I was at the end of the line. <laughs> um, I think I was, like, missing a couple other things. And I ran out the door and, like, uh, okay, yeah, you know what, yeah, good luck. Um, and I mean, it was like shoulder pads or anything. So it wasn't like my vest or helmet. We got those obviously. Um, so I, I ran out the door and I grabbed my rifle and I grabbed, I got in the Humvee and in the commander seat, uh, which we call it's the, like the passenger seat basically. And the Humvee, uh, was my sergeant. He looked at me and goes, Hey rookie, are you, uh, you fucking ready? I said, fuck yeah, I'm ready. He goes, cool, cool. Uh, he goes, do you think you'll kill somebody? I said, yeah. He goes, so you're cool killing somebody. I said, yeah, well, because so you just think it's going to be easy. I'm like, yeah, it should be pretty easy. Why? He goes, okay. He goes, just letting you know, it's not like fucking Call of Duty. It's not like those games. When you kill somebody, you kill them. They don't respond. They're dead. I said, okay. And it didn't hit me until I really killed somebody. So we settled up and we got out. Uh, we got, uh, uh, we, we got outside the wire, got to the town and we fanned out. This is when a little kid on like a little balcony perch thing, he walks out and he waves at us, right? No, nobody waves back except me. I wave back. My sergeant fucking looks at me and goes, are you a fucking retard? I said, no, why? What's wrong? Like, like what? I, I waved at a kid. What do you mean? He was running fucking Afghanistan, not Buffalo fucking New York. They ain't here to fucking make friends. They're here to kill you. Why the fuck are you waving back? He's a kid. Like, what? What can he do? He goes. He's a fucking kid. Yeah, great. He had a fucking bomb strapped to him. You know, on that other side of the door, he had a fucking RPG. And now you should confirm that you're an American soldier. Are you fucking kidding me? I said, uh, like, I didn't know what to say. I'm like, I don't know if he's just fucking with me or what. And I did learn that's a way that they actually do confirm is they wave at you, and if they if you move your hand, they can like somehow see you. I don't exactly know exactly how that works, but in ACUs they can confirm that way. Uh, so, and he he tried to kill me. <laughs> um, that was the honest truth. Uh, thank God I had a team around me though, because uh, as my sergeant was drilling me the fuck out, uh, the rest of the men moved up. And they took out the kid who did actually have an RPG. Um, and then I moved up with a team and my sergeant. And my sergeant was still pissed for a while after that one. Oops. <laughs> Didn't know. They don't teach you that one in rasps. Um, so, yeah. So, we then continued uh, down this dark... Uh, I, I say dark, but it was, it was shaded. It was covered like with those uh, canopies they put over. Uh, we were moving down this alleyway. And I could tell it was a store, like one of those like uh, street markets. I could tell it was that, but it was very abandoned, probably because of war, most likely. Um, so as we moved across, um, our machine gunner, he, he hit a wire with his foot, and he tripped. And I just was like, I knew it was a tripwire. We all knew it was a tripwire. And I just froze. I just didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, what do you do? 
<laughs> um, and thank God it was a dud, uh, it, it was a dud mortar grenade that they taped to, uh, the wire, so when you do it, it pulls the pin and all that shit, all that good, tasty, yummy shit that happens when you fucking trip over a trip wire. So he was good, um, I mean, he did stab himself a little bit, so then we keep moving down, and the medics take care of his little stab wound, and he just catches up with us, and at that point, I was thinking, like, I was pretty scared, actually, in the Humvee, even though I acted like a big dick Chad, I was pretty scared, but then on the big dick Chad just came back, like, seed's fucking easy, there's no one here, you know what I mean, it was one fucking kill with an RPG, well, I spoke too soon, because we took a left onto a main street, and I've never seen, I felt like, I mean, actually, it wasn't D-Day, because D-Day is way worse, but it felt like fucking D-Day, or, or, or what I can imagine D-Day was like, hell of bullets just came down on us, and now, this is, we're only really, like, 11, 12, 13 guys, you know, who knows how many guys they have, um, so they just are, I, it felt like there had to be hundreds, in reality, in reality, in reality, sorry, there was only like maybe five, six, which is machine guns, and they just kept spraying the alleyway. You, you put your foot out an inch, maybe a centimeter. They saw it. They started spraying the alley, or they started spraying the street in that alleyway. So we had to run and take cover. Um, this was the point where I really realized, like, your life is so precious. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, yeah, like I said, your parents are shitty. Yeah, you were doing bad in school. Yeah, this, yeah, that. You don't realize how precious life is until you get shot at. Because, you know, like I said, I, I didn't come from a family of, you know, immense wealth like Bill Gates or some shit. You know, I had to work every day. I actually went to school later because I had to stay back and work. So you would think I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, I always knew how precious life was. No, no, no. I thought I did, and then when I got shot at, I really understood that in seconds, you know what I mean? Because it was, could take seconds for me to die, you know what I mean? Have all of, everything I worked for, everything I achieved, end in a mere second, uh, and I won't even know it ended, and that was just, that was crazy to me, that was a new awakening, um, so, after they finally... I think their guns overheated. That was my guess because the reloads were pretty fast. And we could tell they were loading through the cocking. But, I mean, we would step out and one, you know, if one was loading, the, the two that weren't, you know, were just going to shoot us if we stepped out. But eventually you could tell their guns were overheating. And that's when my sergeant looks at me and he goes, Yovine, I want you to uh, run to that building. I said, and I was so shocked. I was like, what building? It was right in front of, it was right in front of me. He goes, run forward. I said, oh, and the alley goes, yeah, you dipshit. I said, okay. He goes, I'm gonna fucking, I'm, I'm gonna provide cover. You're gonna run there, right? When you run there, you're gonna, you're gonna sit on the corner, and then you're gonna provide cover for us. I said, okay, okay. So I run. Their guns weren't overheated as much as we thought, or at least one wasn't, because it started opening fire as I was running, and they were screaming, come back. I could hear them, but for some reason, my brain was like, keep going. Why I couldn't tell you. Um, and I, if I went back, would I have survived? I don't know. If I kept going, I, I obviously survived, but I kept going, um, and I kept going, and I actually made it, and I could just, like, look my sergeant, my sergeant, like, had his hands on his head, like, are you fucking kidding me, this guy's an idiot, that he's a fucking idiot, like, how would he become a ranger, <laughs> um, and then, you know, I did the hand signals that I was taught, and then I started, and then this one, really, our training really kicked in, because, 
I don't know what happened, but like it was almost like my uh, like guy was like, bro, just smarten the fuck up now. Like this, this is your time to shine. Stop being an idiot, because I went from complete idiot mode to let's kill everything in my sight. Um, I took a knee and I, you know, covered the corner. And I said, move, 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 and they moved, they moved, and one guy popped out, and I aimed my gun down right at his head, and I popped two shots off. I don't know how they missed, but they missed. Um, they hit the wall beside him, and you could tell he was like, even my sergeant said it after, that he was more of a fighter that just didn't want to fight in the first place. Like, you know, they like said, hey, you're going to replace the soldier. The guy goes, no. He goes, yeah, the fuck you are. You know, he was cowarding. He just didn't want to fight. So when the two rounds went past his head, uh, he just fucking ran off. And honestly, I think my... I thank God or whoever the, you know, my, my, my guardian angel that, uh, it didn't hit him cause he was unarmed and that could have ended bad for me. So I could have gone to jail for killing an unarmed civilian, but who knows if, you know, the process and all that. Uh, so after we, after the entire team is now, uh, where we need to be. And after I provided cover, the sergeant goes, all right, I'll take fucking lead. You know, what we're going to do is since we now have made a, uh, not horizontal, I think horizontal, I don't know, but we went from one alley to the other, and we crossed the street like a T, we're gonna move, make a more of a, uh, a more of a, a more of that, a more of a diagonal move, for fuck's sake, why can't I say that, um, we're gonna make more of a, a diagonal move, machine gunner, take cover, uh, and cover us, so our machine gunner, he runs up, he takes cover, and he loads the machine gun, and our cube, is when he starts just laying rounds down range. We start moving, and he laid rounds down range. Oh my God, I've heard guns shoot all my life. I've shot guns all my life. I know the noise, the smell, but when chick starts to get going, and you run past a machine gunner who's also getting shot at, well, he's shooting at them, and it's just constant fire back and forth. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's literally life changing because. I, like I said, we were running to the point where our boots were rubbing against the bottom of his boots as he's laying down, uh, take, uh, giving cover fire. And like I said, I, I imagine it couldn't be any more different than just shooting a gun. But when you are in combat and there's just nonstop bullets going back and forth, it's so much different than a Nerf war or your airsoft, whatever. And that's also why, um, you know, a lot of veterans get pissed off by airsofters who are like, it's Milsom, bro. Like, no, motherfucker. You know, you know that you're not going to die. When you are running, though, with so much gear, who who knows if it will stop you? We don't know if they have AKs, RPMKs, uh, what's nicknamed the CC32. We, we, we have no idea, right? And then a couple of those guns, uh, my surgeon admitted that it would have it gone through our armor uh, it, with a uh, lucky hit. So, you know, that was scary. Um, so we start running, blah, blah, blah. Once again, I, I still I still really haven't fired my rifle yet. Uh, I found I, one those two rounds that passed his head, and once again, didn't hit anything and hit a wall. Um, so we make it the uh, diagonal move, and we're good. Everyone's good. We pick up the machine gunner, and we go and we flank around the building because we're just not going to fucking run at the machine guns. We're not stupid. Um, okay, I was. They weren't. So we flank around the buildings, we come up the back, and, you know, the sergeant unit says to me, he goes, I don't think you should take these guys. I said, well, why can't he? He goes, you just stay here and do perimeter. I'm like, fine. 
and you just hear gunshots, and you're just like, fuck, this sucks, like, I don't want to get shot at, but I want to shoot something, but I don't, like, it's so conflicting your first time, uh, you get deployed, and you actually start, like, like, doing shit, um, because, like I said, you, you want to get a kill, you trained your entire, you trained for a while, you went through hell of training to get to this point, and you dreamed as a, you know, as a kid, as I did, uh, you know, you dreamed about being a soldier, blah, blah, but at the same time, you're like, that's me ta- literally taking a human life. Like, that is so hard. Like, somebody who, you know, has a family, has brother, sisters, wife, kid, whatever, that's a life you're taking. That's just so weird to think. Um, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you want to be in the action. You want to get shot at. Because, once again, that's what you trained for. But then when you are getting shot at, that you're like, this sucks. I fucking hate this. I fucking hate this. So... Um, so, you know, they fucking, uh, tap my shoulder, which means, uh, let's go, let's move, we clear the rest of the house, no one's there, and the machine gun actually goes to my sergeant, and goes, when the fuck, you let, uh, Yovine kill somebody, so he gets the feel of it, Sarge goes, when he gets the lucky shot, he had a lucky shot, but he didn't take it, and, you know, once again, thank God I didn't, because once again, I later learned that if I did, he's on, he was unarmed, they captured him, I could have been fucked. Um, he, he, the guy I could have killed, but also came a huge informant with the war on terror. Cause I, I, once again, I guess he was like a high general or like he ranked to a high general. So like later down the road, like 2019, 2020, he was later captured. So I guess good thing I didn't kill him. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Um, so then after that, we said, uh, or my sergeant said, he, co- he goes to us, he goes, all right, guys, we got five more houses. And I said, that's a lot of houses. He goes, no, the fuck it isn't. He goes, it's super quick. He goes, with this team, we can, uh, he goes, two of the houses we'll only do by ourselves. The rest will most likely meet up with another unit and just do it together. Boom, 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 boom and we're done. And then we go home, right? You know, have the rebel fight, you know, like wait for the, wait for the, our, our fighters to come you know, key, you know, to hold the town, and then we go fucking back to, uh, we go back into the wire, said, all right, whatever, and I figured, you know what, you know, because I'm a rookie, uh, I'm most likely not gonna fire my weapon at all, and at that point, I was kind of okay with it, <laughs> you know what I mean, because I wasn't, like, near the, I wasn't the, you know, the first guy in line, I wasn't taking lead or anything, so I, I wasn't the first one to, uh, take the, the bullets, and I, and I'd have to at least deal with the guilt of killing somebody at that point, uh, at least I thought I did, um, so then we, you know, clear the two for, uh, the first two houses we had to clear, uh, and then we, and like you said, we did, uh, meet up with a, another unit, and we started doing those, uh, those other three houses, and once again, nothing, you know what I mean, uh, you know, scared families or just abandoned house, um, and we were just sitting here like, you know, what, you know, my team had very little contact, and we were like, you know, what the, what the hell, like, why did they need an entire ranger team? Why couldn't they just send some, you know, some uh, Iraqi, or sorry, Afghanistan fighters, not Iraqi. Um, why couldn't they just send some uh, Afghanistan fighters here to come, you know, fucking PP shoot uh, and just take the village back? It's not that hard. You know what I mean? And then the other unit uh, let us know that an entire unit that they were working with got wiped out. And I was like, oh, what unit? And they told me the number. They were like, oh, the uh, 32. Like, 32? Like, why the f- Like, why have I heard of, of 32? And I realized the friend that, uh, I mean, we were BFS. 
we actually entered uh, RASPs, which, like I said, is brand new training, uh, hating each other, but we left RASPs as graduation day best friends. BFFs. Holy shit, we were bros. I mean, oh, we were bros. I mean, we were bros. His name was actually Jared. Um, and I'm like, 32. And then I'm like, oh, Jared wasn't 32. And Jared was one of the casualties. Uh, he he, sur- he he survived. He didn't like die immediately, but he did die later in the hospital that was in Af- that we had set up in Afghanistan. So yeah, the entire uh, the, the entire thirty two was either wiped out. And once again, like I said, it's only like you know eleven, twelve guys. So still, that's a lot of guys to have wiped out. Uh, so we either died or injured. And they said, you know, oh yeah, like we're they're getting evac. And they said that the whole reason we worked with them is because we were close. They were the uh, closest unit to the 32. Uh, so when shit started going down, they could merge and, you know, help them out. So they don't get completely shit-fucked. But I don't know how much more shit-fucked you can get when your entire unit it can't fight. Um, so I don't know how much more shit-fucked you can get than that. But okay. Um, so after getting that news, I was actually pretty devastated. Because like I said, we were, we were bros. Uh you know, when we graduated, I actually saw his wife, uh, his wife was, she uh, had a kid, I think she, I think she gave the kid for adoption when he died, but she had a, a little baby with him when I met Jared's wife, and I mean, <laughs> beautiful girl, holy shit, but very nice, whatevs, so, you know, and like I said, you know, our families, you know, even got along, because we were just chill, you know, we, we just liked each other, we were, we were huge friends, so I was absolutely devastated when I found out hey, him and his entire unit died. Um, I think, like, one of them survived, uh, after that, and then, you know, you know, he's, like, legless and has, like, one arm, um, so, that was the first time I ever got into an engagement, I mean, after that, we went back into the wire, which means we went back to the, uh, FOB for an upbringing base, and, you know, after that, you really have to, uh, like, unwind, except as a rookie, you know, like, all the sergeants, all that, they're playing pool, they give no shits, right, because they've been doing this forever, you know, like, a, a couple other guys who are with us were in Desert Storm, for those who don't know, that was in the 90s, so it's kind of huge, <laughs> yeah, so these, these guys were doing that for a long time, um, so long, in fact, this was their third camo pattern that they were fucking worn, when most soldiers only wear one camo pattern their entire life, because of camo pattern and all that, like, when they change it and all that, it takes a long time, you know, it's not like you get issued a camel pad and then like two days later, you know, no, 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 it takes years, so, these guys are experienced, like I said, these guys are playing pool, choking around, and as a rookie, I, I couldn't understand them, like, you know, like, an entire unit just got wiped out, 11, 10, 12 guys just got killed, at the point, you know, killed, or at that time, killed or injured, like, and these guys are okay with it, like, I I couldn't function for days, actually. Um, thank God, like I said, you know, we, for the first couple of days, didn't get fucked with, and, you know, yeah. Uh, so I couldn't function. I, I was literally sitting, like, in my in my bunk, just sitting there, like, you know, somebody who, somebody who, um, who I, you know, how, who I joked around with, who I had, you know, who I hung out with, and all this stuff, he's dead now, or, or sorry, injured. He's saying dead because I know what happened, like, you know, now it's the future. Uh, you know, he's injured, he's gonna die. Like, and like I said, we did know he was gonna die. We knew all of them were gonna die if they were injured. Their injuries were terrible. I'm talking, you know, 
head wounds, you know, cut open throats, uh, kidneys. Like, it, w- it was disgusting, uh, the other unit said. And then, by the way, that unit's 25. And uh, maybe you can Google it, but once again, we kind of keep that kind of stuff under wraps. And you can, like, do like you can Google Ranger unit, but you're not going to find, like, the specific nicknames we have for each other. Um, because I've tried it already when I was a little kid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I couldn't function for days, and it was just it was so weird. Now you know, now that I've been doing it for a, a little bit longer, I do fully understand like how they just got so like you, you get numb to it. You really do. You know, some guy goes down, and you know, you tell your civilian friend like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that." You're like, it happens. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it just war is a really weird, weird place. You know, and people always say, well, I'm just going to join the army. That scared me. Oh, my God, that scared me. <sighs> Somebody's washing my windows. And, oh, my God, I was, like, thinking of Afghanistan. And, <sighs> let's get my pistol. Anyways, um, so, yeah, like I said, war, war changes you. It, it does. It's... I guess so, okay, that, 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 yeah, yeah. gotta clear my thoughts, so yeah, people are always like, I'm gonna join the army if I don't get my career job, you're like, the army isn't a place, and for those who don't know, the army isn't a place, be, you know, you go to because you failed high school, no, because once again, you're, eight, you know, if you failed high school, you failed high school, first off, they won't let you in, uh, but still, like, that just shows that you aren't, I don't know, mentally strong enough, I guess you could say, that sounds mean, I don't know how to say it, but, like, if you can't get through high school, you're not going to get through war. And I know a lot of people who are like, well, I wasn't good at high school. I wasn't the smartest, you know, and I've been on deployments with them, and, and they performed the worst. You know what I mean? They expected them to, you know, just stay in a base in Texas, but they somehow got deployed. Um, and now they're, you know, with us, and they're crying for their mommy. It's just not a good time. So, you know, if you're going to do the military, make sure you're under the military, not just because you have no other option. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like going to science and going, well, I just became a scientist because uh, I know the option. You know what I mean? Like, no. <laughs> you're not going to cure cancer and you're not going to shoot the haji if you don't want to do it. Um, it's going to be scary. Very scary. Um, and like I said, yes, I, I, I use haji and all that. No, I don't use haji for every Muslim. which just for the ones who shoot at us. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so this one's going to be short. I know they're like usually an hour or so, but this story isn't that like they pack with much. And I don't know how much I... Like doing this, how much you like listening to this shit. Uh, But yeah, so let me know on your thoughts. Peace out.